It's super crosstalk time. Shidano and Cappy are here. Hey, did you guys know this, that before acting, Tony Sirico was connected to the Colombo crime family? No. And changed his life after a prison stint to become an actor? Get out of here. Hey, Sidano, what was your first year doing sidelines on the NBA? 2017-18. Was Bob Delaney still an official then? No, he was done. Okay, so Bob Delaney was a ref when I first started doing sidelines. And yeah, I started doing sidelines in like 03. Like an uh, undercover cop, right? Undercover mob informant. Right. So yeah. in other words, he was working for the cops, but he infiltrated the mob yeah. and, and put a bunch of guys in prison. And the mafia suit that I wore to the Mandy's when I wore to a game once, Delaney walked up to me and goes, I know guys in the joint that wouldn't wear that suit. <laughs> Funny. Shaq, Shaq hated Delaney. That was like one of the guys he did not like back, especially. Well, know. Shaq, I maintain, guys, that Shaq was the hardest player to officiate in the history of the NBA. I agree. Because he was so big and so strong that he either committed a foul or got fouled on every possession. John, you, you I'm sure can attest to this. I remember seeing Shaq after games and there were like scratches all over his body. Well, that Dale Brown, his college coach at LSU, told him to go pro after his sophomore year because, might have been his junior year, I can't remember, but told him to go pro because he said, these refs aren't protecting you. You're getting beat up every night. He said, you might as well get paid for it. Just turn pro. Yeah. And, and that was the beginning of Shaq going to the NBA. Uh, but the Sopranos, Mace, top five show of all time? 100% for me, top five show of all time. I, I mean, I think it's all subjective, right? It's yeah. all it's all like how you feel about shows and what mm. connects with you and what you connect with have and you, all that uh, stuff. But Sopranos is top five Cap, for me. Cap, uh, Sedano, have you guys both seen Sopranos start to finish? Yeah, I mean, uh, I may have missed a few episodes here and there, but I saw most of pretty much all of them. I yeah. saw it start to finish, but I got to tell you guys, I know a lot of people that have gone back and watched it now all these years later. I don't recall what year it ended, but whenever it ended, that's the last time I saw it. Yeah, Mace went back and watched it after the I fact. I watched it long after the fact. I watched it during the pandemic and thought, just just blew me away. I think it holds first up really time? well. The first time, first th- yeah. Oh, really? So what is the number one show for you guys? Mine is Breaking Bad. Mine's, uh, that's mine, Breaking a lot Bad. of people's. Yeah. Mine's West Wing. Yeah, that a lot of people's as well, actually. Yeah. What about you? Go, Game of Thrones go is Game on my top Game five Thrones somewhere. Game of Thrones is, is yeah. probably near yeah. the top for me. Um uh, you know what I'd actually love that – I mean, I, I don't know how many people actually watch this show, but I think it's hilarious. Uh, and it's a cartoon. It's Rick and Morty. Yeah, I've no, never seen it. never saw it. Oh, base. What is it on? You, uh, you of Adult all Swim? It's, yeah. It's better than Family Guy, George? Oh, my God, yeah. It's just way weirder. But Mace, when you um, you know, you know, have some fun at night yes. with the gummies and stuff, you will love it. What's it called again? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Okay. Yeah. You guys so, that, hey, uh, Cap. That AMC, just wanted to tell you guys, and I just happened to be flipping around yesterday. Uh, AMC yep. is is doing like a Breaking Bad ultra marathon. Nice. In fact, at the top of the hour here, uh, Breaking Bad Season 2, Episode 1, where Walt and Jesse try and figure out a way out of their partnership with Tuco. And Hank tries one to of the all-time the great bad guys. Yeah. yeah, and so like I, I, I just happened to be flipping through channels the other day, and I noticed it. It's on all day long. I mean, AMC isn't playing anything other than Breaking. Well, Bad. here's That's the thing: it. they're getting ready because Monday is the premiere of the second half of the final season of Better Call Saul, and 
Brian Cranston makes an appearance somewhere in these last eight episodes. That's all Brian will admit to. Yeah. He goes, "You'll see me at some point." Yeah, him and Aaron. But you don't know the uh, you don't know the context. Cap, I saw a tweet from you earlier uh, in, in reference to something you did on your San Diego show. Did you guys do something today about Ted Leitner? Well, Ted, yeah. So you, you guys know who Ted Leitner is? Sure, Ted Leitner. I was just legendary com- voice. I was just going to comment, and but but the best local TV sportscaster I have ever seen. Ever. He had a, he had a legendary career. He really did. And he, he was inducted last night into the Padres Hall of Fame. Gotcha. And so here's this guy who loved, loved, loved calling games for this team. And it wasn't like he decided, hey, it's time for me to retire. They made the decision to retire him. And he was. I think he's still doing San Diego State games, isn't he? He does do basketball and football, yeah. Who but made him retire? The Padres? Yeah, they just kind of pushed him out, you know? Um, well, that's, that's a terrible thing to do. But here's here's the thing. He went like Sedano. Who's your favorite local sportscaster of all time? I know Hank Goldberg just died uh, about a week ago. He was big in Miami, right? Oh, Sedano stepped out. Okay, Hank was big in Miami, but Hank was not like a local Jim Hill, Fred Rogan guy that did sports every night. That's not Um, what he did. Ted Leitner is the only local. You know, I did local TV sports for twenty five years. Ted's the only guy I've ever heard doing this. No scripts ever. Never. In other words, he would walk into the control room. He would hand him an index card with four or five pieces of video. And he would say, here's what I want in the order that I want him. And then he would go sit in the chair and the news anchor would say, Ted, what do you got? He goes, well, let's start with the Padres. He goes, this game was just awful. Roll the tape. <laughs> right, right. And he would just wing it. Yeah. And. It was so good. It was like a guy doing improv every night. And, Scott, I don't know if you got a chance to see the end of his run at Channel 8 when you moved to San Diego, but even until the very end, he was untouchable. He was just so good at it. And you would tune in just to see what he was going to say. It'd be five minutes of him just basically doing a a monologue on sports without a script, and it was brilliant. Right. right. You, know who does, um, you know who doesn't use a prompter or didn't when he did uh, College Game Day was Chris Fowler, ever, for 20 years. Really? Not once. Wow, really? Um, when I, I, I don't know. Is the prompter something you use when you do sports? Well, the main I, I, TV? They Absolutely. Just, they just showed me the clips I was going to do, and then I would walk them up. Well, but the problem is you would read stuff off the prompter, I right? would have shot sheets. Right. They well, the, just give the you difference the difference is the director knows exactly where you're going and when. Right. When Ted did it, the director never knew anything. Oh, okay. Got Sometimes well, he and, didn't even get to the video. And, and college game day, in Fowler's case, is like two and three hours long. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a long show. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, but but the difference is Chris had other people. He had a whole panel he did, of right. people he had, to right. throw he, to. Well, Ted was doing this by himself. Yeah. Uh, Ted, let's was, talk- Ted was a big star, though, just in, when, when you know, news anchors were big stars. You right. Know, um, you know, just like in the, uh, in the movie, uh, what, gosh, I just can't Anchorman. get to it. Thank you. I couldn't get to it. Um, but in that movie, San back in the Diago. day, those, were, those guys actually were making huge money. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah, dude, up until I would say right before, I would say to like 2010, at least, that local news stars across the country were making monster bucks. There's, I was in the what. Padre locker room once. And remember, uh, you guys remember when the Padres had a complete fire sale? They basically got rid of Fred McGriff and Gary oh, yeah, Sheffield yeah. Right. and everybody. Yeah. They just and and brought in all youth. And Andy Bennis was the number sure, one starter on the Bennis, Padres. Yeah. And I'm in the locker room, and Lightner's next to me, and we're interviewing Andy Bennis. And and Lightner walks up with a camera rolling, and says to Bennis, "I'm looking around this locker room." 
I don't recognize any of these names. Can you win with this team? And Andy Bennis, in one of the great moments of honesty, goes, well, Ted, you make more money than anybody on our team, <laughs> so I don't like our chances. <laughs> I thought, that is a great lie. Yeah, that is funny. But yeah, that is, who's like the biggest news star now in L.A.? Like, news star? Like yeah. like news sports? Uh, I think Pat Harvey probably is I think the Pat, highest paid. Pat Harvey yeah. is probably... At NBC, yeah. right? She's uh, at CBS. CBS. Oh, CBS. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Pat Harvey and who else is good? Uh, well, is Colleen Williams still at Channel Four? She's still there. And um, and then Mark Brown and Michelle Tuzzi are at Seven. At yeah, but Channel I think seven. of all this, Pat, who I've worked with. Pat's the best news anchor I've ever seen. I mean, I've worked with her for twenty years. She thinks on her feet. You know, like that, she doesn't need a prompter, or scripts, right. or anything. Like so she, you, when, when she makes her story? money, it's like if there's a plane crash and she has yeah. to ad lib everything. She's yeah. unbelievable. Do you, do you know the story that we tried to do a March Madness pool uh, bracket of like news, sports, weather, local anchors, and all that yeah. stuff? And it got. I'll just say it got poo pooed by who? By a general manager who I will not name. Okay, but by Scott McCarthy? No, not ours. No, One uh, of the TV stations. No, and get the, out of yeah, here! Really? No, true story. Yeah, right? Totally yeah. True story. The, and and I yeah. I think the reason is is they consider particularly with the women they consider that objectifying. But I no, that totally wasn't the case disagree. at all. Had that, nothing to do with totally it. That had disagree. nothing to do with yeah. it. Actually, you guys yeah. I saw know what the it was? email. What was it? Yeah, what was it? They George didn't want their people pining for votes. And what if their people didn't win? Then it would oh, look God. poorly and all that. Mm. That was literally what was in the email. Why do, they have, who it was. why do they have any control over it? Well, because we're, we're, owned, we're all owned at that time by the same company. Right. I think it was that company, right, that said, yeah. hey, look, you know, come on. You're going to have all No, it, wa- it wasn't necessary. It wasn't that company. It, it, was, so? it, it was just we were doing our – we just said, okay, like if you don't, really don't want to participate, that's cool. We reached out to all of them. And there was one that had an objection. Yes. Wow. Yeah, but there were there were news anchors at the time that were that starting were totally to send into out it. tweets. Yeah, they were starting because we out started tweets. it. We right. actually did it on the air. Like we hatched yeah. it out on the hashed it out on the air, and then the next day it got yes. It got, it was Sometimes that it got TV news people are very serious. Yeah, yeah, but it, what, we reached out to all the stations, and you know, at, we thought everybody would be cool with it. And then one person, while we after we had already started, which was probably our fault, we shouldn't have started objected to it and then we had all to right you guys it. give us your opinion on this i as i've been telling mason for two days and he didn't believe me but now he finally does because we had ramona on the show today ramona should not be playing in the in the charity softball no. game she just she had a c-section two weeks ago and she admits she says i she can't, can't run, twist can't i twist. can't run mason was going to put her in there ceremoniously to pitch but now he's asking for a full replacement which i think he should be given what do you guys think i will say that i heard this conversation earlier today and if Ramona is, as she describes, not able-bodied right now, and she's worried about, uh, you know, what could happen to her body if she were to swing too hard or run too hard or whatever, she said she got a lot of friends who are really good softball players. Yeah. So I would say this. If you guys want to put Ramona on the bench and replace her, I would like to at least have a conversation about who you're thinking about replacing her with. Like, if it's one of the Kamenetsky brothers, I'm all good. I'm, I'm oh, good yeah. With that. Why not? I, heck, you can get both Kamenetskys. Right. But, but if you're going to tell me that, that all of a sudden it's going to be one of Ramona's, like, no. softball yeah. friends, nah, no. I'm not, nah, that, they can't yeah. make it. It can't be Jess Mendoza. Are we allowed to use Jess Mendoza? Neither of the Kamenetskys can no, make it. Neither, neither Cam can make it. They would have no been there otherwise. Here are Cam, there are Cam, Noah Cam. All right. Hey, hey, Cap, what about Beto's son? No, that's no, interesting. I think, no, I think he's you a be high 21. school kid. Yeah, I think you got to be twenty-one to play. Yeah, got to be twenty-one. Yeah, because he's a good athlete. In our dugout, we're going to be right. drinking and partying. I mean, okay, uh, gummies. Yeah, a lot of gummies in our dugout. 
I'm trying to think of who would be an, a, a fair replacement. Like, you yeah. know, somebody like... Someone who's in, even tangentially involved with this. What about Mark Cates? Oh, yeah. Take That's Brady. Oh. I would take his son. Yeah, Brady. take Brady, who's one of our interns. Yeah. Does, do you think Brady can play? Why not? Better than Mark. You seen that kid? Yeah, Brady's Brady like a looking kid. He's in shape. Well, Brady played I mean, ba- Brady's did, Yes, he played baseball. There's so did Parker, answer. by the way. There's the answer. Oh, Brady. there you go. You get either him or Parker. Brady pick once. Brady Cates. Okay. That's my pick. Okay. What no about, apologies what, to Parker. What about like um like we have Kurt Sandoval? Yeah, he's yeah. good. And here we Kurt's are talking good about like local news talent, you know? Yeah. Is there a, is there a, a sports anchor at another channel that you would like to use? No, well, I think we you can't get the whole use, Circle we can't 7 use, crew. We can't Go use Rogazaki. We can't uh, use... You know me and Fukazaki. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, big, what was it, the basketball? You yeah, could Hartung hit a home run in the Dodger Stadium media game one year. Wow. Hartung? Hartung. He'd be good. No, but but I think some synergy between the Circle 7 crew, um, you know, Fugazaki well, and Sandoval, if you want to... I mean, oh, Well, but, you've already oh, but, got the one you want. Yeah. I mean... Um, well, I want Michelle Tuzzi. Get me Michelle Tuzzi. I don't know if Michelle's played softball, but uh, <laughs> Phil Palmer would do it. He has one kidney. He, yeah, what about one kidney Phil? Okay. Do you know one kidney Phil? I, he fought, We follow each other on Twitter. He's yeah. a great guy. Great yeah. guy. And he, great gets, guy. he listens to the station. And you know what yeah. I always say? Get back to me when you go up the other kidney. The first <laughs> one is a gimme. The second one is when it gets tough. <laughs> yep. yep, I understand that. You guys know a guy uh, at Fox? Uh, his name is Kyle Kraska. You guys know Kyle? Oh, I know Kyle. He's a Channel 11 now. Yep. Yeah. He's a good guy. You That's know his my story. old gig. You ever, you ever hear there his you crazy That's story? True. I like that, Cappy. You could do, right, if you don't want to do Brady, you could pick someone from one of the TV stations. Well, maybe. right, because we're going to have Kurt, and he's going to do a lot yeah. of local news coverage of the event. And Is if he? you get somebody else who's a local TV anchor, they'll just, do coverage as well. Well, here's the thing. Like, I mean, I mean, I guess you did squash your beef with Kurt, right? Uh, I did. Kurt and yeah. I are now good. Yeah, it was on our yeah, show. Yeah, we're good. Tentatively, tentatively, we're good. I mean, if if Fug wants to play, if Fugazaki wants to play, we'll take. You can have Kurt since you've mend, mended fences, and 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 Cappy can take Fugazaki. But George, don't forget, we have an issue here that the commissioner of the league has told us about. Oh. Which is that jerseys have already been printed with names. Oh, that's yeah, fair. But that, yeah, but I mean, it's, wait, wait, no Beto, matter what, we're going to have Beto, to do. They can wear Ramona's jersey. Beto has <laughs> chimed in. He says the replacement should be another female. I said it, Annabelle Munoz. Wait, why don't well, Laura? How about you? Yes, I'm not on yes. play. No, no. How that's about not Ashley true. Brewer? No. Why don't that's you ask Ashley true. Brewer? We already we have Lindsay. Are we going to have two? We're going to have two women on our team. We have Lindsay. You know, this could get worked out right now, Laura. Let me just set this up for you guys, Mason and Ireland. This is important. You guys oh, should I like opine how on Cappy, this. You don't even want me on your team. No, no. But I'm let me represent kidding. for you here. Let me represent. <laughs> yep. So, so on July fifteenth, John Ireland, it, it will be your birthday next. Oh, Friday. it's Laura's yeah, birthday too. But it's also yeah. Laura's birthday. Oh man, I'm old. And uh, Laura said I wasn't invited to the event, and we said, "What are you talking what? about?" She said, "I have to work." So Laura will be. I'm getting paid. At the station. On your birthday. On wow. her birthday. Wow. Running the show rather than being in West Covina. So, Greg, is there a, is there a possible body with a pulse? That's, that's <laughs> yeah, somebody with a pulse. <laughs> no, I, unfortunately, actually... unfortunately, it was something that we tried to work out. I, there's also, Laura, unfortunately, you are having some surgery soon, so I'm you shouldn't be. Surgery, yeah, oh, so, so you shouldn't you be playing. Play. Oh, okay. And also, there just is nobody else that could cover the shift, well, unfortunately. Well, Sedano we just mentioned Ashley Brewer. She was a college swimmer. Swimmer, yeah, USC. She might yeah. be a good athlete. Um, I mean, if you can get, I mean, she. I don't think Neil would do it. You might get Stan. You think Neil Stan would just do got it? Married, I think so Neil he's on, would do he's it. on his honeymoon. I'll text Neil. He'd uh, be great. 
Neil would be fantastic, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. So you got right some, you got some options. All right. Uh, hey, that's it for us. Don't forget, uh, if you want to be on our uh, VIP list for next week's uh, big event at the West Covina Sportsplex, our All Star Friday night, text the word "star" to four zero seven zero five. Again, text the word "star" to four zero seven zero five. Hey, wait, have fun. What? Wait, wait. One more thing. Yeah. One more thing. Um, I just got this tweet. I saw. I tweeted all of us. Justin said that he heard Michael used to also do a radio show with Colin Cowherd in Portland. Is that true? Do you know that? I don't know. I don't that. know that to be true. I, I think he was Colin probably was a frequent Portland. guest yeah. of right. Collins in Portland. I don't think they did a show together. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, that's it. We're back on Monday, one o'clock. Coming up next for you, my favorite show that I listen to every day when I'm driving home. It's Shidano and Cappy, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah. Funchy, get in there. Come on, Funch, try it. Nice. Bing, da da boop. Bing, ba da bop. Do, da da dee. Come on, Laura. Bing, ba da bop. Bing, dick, 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 That is very new. <laughs> Never get this far. <laughs> What is up, George Sedano? I'm good. How are you? Oh, God, it's Friday. Yeah, I'm great. Everything is good, man. Let's have a great show. Let's have a whole lot of fun. Let's go into this weekend the right way. Let's just have a great time today. What do you say? Uh, Yeah, for sure. So Michael apparently uh, has responded because Beto reached out to him when he heard the conversation we were just having. And he said he that he was um, cowherd was on before him in Portland. And that he would hop on sometimes to correct him. Oh, really? Yes. It is funny you were saying that, uh, how many different co-hosts Michael has worked with, and you mentioned old school, loose cannons. I always loved Michael with Vic and Steve Hartman. So if you're an old school radio, sports radio nerd in Southern California, and you're tuning in this afternoon, like you know the stuff we're talking about. That was, a, that was where I learned to love Michael Thompson, that show. I never really heard any of the other iterations. Me too. Me too. That one. That was the one. That was the one yeah. for me. Yeah. It, which is the one for you when it comes to the Dodgers, though? Hmm. 
Which iteration which is, of uh, the bullpen closer situation do you prefer? <laughs> oh, dude. Listen, you, I, I will give you uh, credit. You were watching this stuff early. You were on it early. The Craig Kimbrell thing, and I love what happens on Twitter in the Sedano and Cap circle of trust community. Once Kimbrell comes into the game, everybody is like chewing their fingernails and sitting on the edge of their seat like, is he going to do it? Or is he going to blow it? And then, George, you start sending out the tweets of the roller coaster. Yep. And then everybody starts piling on. And uh, last night was one of those nights where it was like, dude, um, you, know, you, you, you just got some insurance here, pal. And you got the first two guys out. Are you going to blow this thing after getting the first two guys? And then Dave Roberts was like, uh, give me the ball. Thanks. Get, no, just give me the ball and just go. Just go. I'll tell you what, though. Kid Vezia, who, uh, who wound up you know, finishing it off. Dude, you see the emotion? You see him yelling and screaming, ah, let's go! Some excitement right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just feel like, man, this, this bullpen situation needs to get rectified sooner rather than later at this point. Like, I, I get it. It's going to get rectified one way or the other. I know that Andrew Freeman doesn't like the high-leverage guys. Uh, you know, we heard Blake tell us that yesterday. But, bro, I mean, this is bad. <laughs> like, like, this is legitimate. This is the type of stuff that costs you a series. At some it point. does, it, it yeah. does, but but can we just agree on this? It hasn't yet, and and when you have the no no no, no. Lead, I don't mean like a series in the regular season. I'm no, talking about like in the playoffs. This is right. What I got gotcha. you, right? But but here's the thing: they are in first place. They are comfortably in first place, and this is the time where you either let a guy work it out if you believe in him, which I don't know why the Dodgers would. I mean, it's not like he's been with the team for the last five years, and they go, well, we know what he's been for us. No, you know what he was at one time in his career, and you can certainly see that he's trending downward. So there's no loyalty to the guy, but at least you have a comfortable lead where you can work this kind of stuff out, even if you're going to try different bodies. That's all I'm saying. Can you feel me? Uh-oh. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Oh, but... early sigh, early mm. sigh. Not about you though, just about the situation. Right? No, no, I like it. I, I, I almost felt like you were contemplating the ifs. I was. I know you were. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. You know who's I... amazing? He's just absolutely incredible. Is Mookie Betts? He, Seriously, well, like, like he, he is an absolute joy to watch every night. He, the guy is unbelievable. Because when you think of guys who are big home run mashers, you know, if you go old school and you think McGuire and Sosa, and you think big strong guys, right? Even Pujols, you know, last year in a Dodger uniform, just big, strong home run hitters. That's not Mookie Betts. But yet, it's it's like he's swinging this massive bat. And the home runs last night, I mean, the first one just kind of snuck over. But the second one to deep center field, I mean, Turner had one there as well. But, man, Mookie Betts, that body type doesn't mean, like, it just doesn't scream 6'5", 250, and home run masher. That doesn't scream Barry Bonds. Just incredible, man. Mookie Betts is amazing. Yeah, oh, he's he's awesome. Like honestly, of all the players you've gotten to watch in your career of covering sports, like how many of them are more fun to watch than him when you can consider what he does in the outfield and what he does at the plate? Yeah, I mean, the guy's great. I mean, I, I don't know. I have I got to really sit down and give that one some serious thought, George, but I mean, Mookie Betts is there. You know, he's just one of those guys that you expect to come up clutch, to make big plays. I mean, even there was a play last night where he didn't quite get there and he went to dive, and I was like, oh, whoa, hey, because, you know, they got the rib thing going on. But the home runs, to, to come back this quickly from what was a cracked rib, which sounds kind of painful, especially when you're swinging a bat, to come back and be on fire like this, 20 home runs already, really incredible. 
I think. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think there's any question about it. Like, it's just, uh, I mean, look, I, I think to me, and I've watched, I mean, you know, I've been in this for 20 years now. I, I've watched a lot of more than 20 now. I've watched a lot of like fun players. Like I got a chance to watch, um, you know, gosh, as a Yankee fan, when I was a kid, I mean, forget about, well, I'm, we're talking about when we covered, because as a kid, I saw Ricky Henderson play and Ricky Henderson was one of the most fun players I've ever seen in my life. Um, I mean, look, I've seen some great players in, in my day, but I don't think anyone compares to him when you come, when you combine the prowess at the plate, the unbelievable fielding ability, and just the athleticism guy's a great player. He is. Hey, listen, I'll tell you another thing. Tony Gonsolin, I don't know that we have done a good enough job, and I don't say you and me, I just mean just generally speaking, of of hyping the kind of season this guy is having. To be 11-0, and to go seven innings last night and give up two earned runs, and look, he, he's not dominating, he's not killing people, you know, he's not just, like, throwing by everybody. He only had three strikeouts last night, gave up four hits. But he's also doing it on a very small pitch count, 93 pitches to get through seven innings. Again, Tony Gonsolin, I know there's this conversation out there about who should start the All-Star game, and I like the whole... Actually, if we're just doing it based on like who's the best pitcher this year, it's actually neither of them. Neither of who? Um, neither of Gonsolin or Kershaw. Yeah, so Kershaw, look, there, there's... Like the, the actual best pitcher in the National League is that kid from the Marlins. Well, like, listen... He, he, he's been... he's. Almost as good as Gonsolin, ERA-wise, and he's pitched 35 more innings. That's literally like five more games. Yeah, and, and that's what, completely fair. Five or six more games than what Gonsolin would pitch. Th- that is completely fair. If, if you're going to say, look, look at how many more innings this guy has pitched and look at his stats versus Gonsolin's stats. And and listen, the 11-0 and record looks yeah. really, really nice. But it should be Kershaw just because... They've already done the thing with Pujols, and uh, who was the other player they did it with? I don't know. I really wasn't paying attention to it, to be honest they with you. They did because, that thing that I was telling yeah. you that the, that the NBA did with Dirk right. Nowitzki right. And, and Dwayne the commissioner's Wade in their picks. last year. Right, the commissioner's selections. Yeah, they did. It was Pujols and somebody else. I'm sure some. I'll look it up. Okay. Someone will remind us, I'm sure. But, go but, ahead. but here's the thing. Kershaw, it's a, it's a good idea because of who he is to the Dodger organization and where the game is being played. So it's a good idea. But in my opinion... The kid from Miami, I understand, has pitched a lot more innings. He's having a great year. Good for him. Uh, there Miguel are, Cabrera, uh, by the way. Thank you. There are other guys around Major League Baseball, especially in the National League, that are also having great years. Justin Verlander. But look, when you are hosting the All-Star game, the hometown players generally and should get a little bit of a nod. Right now, as it stands today, Tony Gonsolin should be the starting pitcher in the National League. I mean, listen, we can argue all day long about who's had the better season, who's pitched more. Take all of that out. He's not the better pitcher, though. I'm not saying he's the better pitcher. I'm saying that. I mean, you're saying it because you want a Dodgers. No, I'm saying it because he's had. You think Gonsolin's been the best pitcher? Well, I mean, there's I mean, based a on conversation the numbers, to be had here, is, is there I mean, not? Based on the numbers, I don't believe. It's, I, I think if you're only looking at ERA, sure. But when you're talking about one guy pitching, like, basically five or six more games than the other guy based on innings, like, that's not like... Like, the kid in the Marlins, Al- Alcantara, uh, I believe, Sandy Alcantara, is... And I don't... Look, I've, I haven't watched a Marlins game in five years, but I have seen this kid pitch recently i watched him because he was i didn't realize how good he was until somebody told me and i'm like oh i'll watch he's a horse man like he's a throwback to when pitchers used to pitch like eight and nine innings you know what i mean like 
like when Roger Clemens was out there doing stuff like that, you know. But he doesn't. But he doesn't have a name yet. Right, and but there's all, no names. All, the, all I'm the saying reason, though is there are all, no names in this All Star game. Right, but the, all I'm saying reason, is this. The reason they're doing Pujols and Cabrera is because of most a lot of the guys in, this year in Major League Baseball that would have been All Stars that are shoe in type All Stars are hurt. Yeah, but but we're speaking just specifically about the starting pitching for a second here. All I'm saying is this: is that when you're hosting the game, your oh, guys. Oh yeah, that's why for should, that then go Kershaw. For well, but again, I don't think Kershaw has earned it. In other words, if Ker, if Kershaw was on the verge, if it was kind of close, you might go, let's give the nod to Kershaw. I think you have in Gonsolin a guy who's had a spectacular and unbeaten first half of the season thus far, and. It's Gonsolin. It's the kid from the Marlins who, frankly, George, I don't even know the dude's name. I know you just said it. Sandy Alcantara. But I didn't know it, and I'll bet you you walk down the street and, you, and nine out of ten guys, and you go, hey, who's that pitcher no, from the Marlins who's really but, good? But, I mean, come on. Tony Gonsolin can no, walk anywhere and people know who he is? No, but, but because I mean, other than, like, the, the beard Dodgers, and the hair, you know what I mean? Like, right, but, but because the game is in Dodger Stadium, the Dodgers should get the nod oh, no, over the Marlins. But, but if you're going to do that, give it to Kershaw then. I'm not a poet. Listen, I talked about this the other day. I think Kershaw should be in uniform and in the game, but I would say that the guy who's earned it of the Dodgers is Gonsolin. If you told me Kershaw's going to get it because it's ceremonial and it's symbolic, he's I'm never not started an All Star game. Right. And I'm if not, it's going to be a Dodger stadium they haven't had in here 42 years. You might as well, or whatever it's been, you might as well just let him be the guy. Put it this way: if you told me tomorrow that Kershaw's the starter in the All Star game, you're not going to hear me go, "That's ridiculous! How dare they?" And he's not even the best pitcher on their staff this year. No, none of that. But I do think Gonsolin has earned it. That's all I'm saying. And while the kid in Miami may have a better wait, season, wait, 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 you, you, you're, you're going out on the limb to say the guy with the best ERA in the sport is uh, has deserved it. Thanks, appreciate that. Yeah, that's not going out on a limb at all. That's telling you that that's who should start, not Kershaw. Kershaw is ceremonial and symbolic. The guy who's actually earned it is Gonsolin. Okay, then if you're going to do that, I mean, go with, go with Kershaw. He's fine. Either or. I mean, it's a game. Look, it's. A- it's a game for the fans, so give him Kershaw. Well, that's just it. If it, it is a game for the fans, and it is in L.A., it is in Dodger Stadium. Well, then give it to Kershaw. Either, either or. I think Gonsolin has earned it. I think Kershaw It's just all symbolic. I'd rather go with Gonsolin myself. Yeah. Uh, great uh, tweet by Beto and Whittier. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., yes. Ken Griffey Jr., um, the most fun combination of all those things. I would say Mookie's probably... I don't know if he's this generation's Ken I guess he's close to being this generation's Ken Griffey Jr. Because, like, they have a lot in common in this sense, okay? Have you ever seen Mookie Betts, like, I always feel like he's just having a good time on the field. I mean, granted, I'm not saying he doesn't get upset if he strikes out or something like that. But more times than not, there's a lot of joy with him when he plays. Yeah, he's having a great time. I mean, and I think that's what Dave Roberts said earlier in the season is that last year, you know, with a whole bunch of nagging injuries, he wasn't out there having fun. He didn't have his normal swagger and smile. And that's what that's what makes it fun to watch Mookie right. play. And with, with Ken Griffey Jr., it was very similar. Like, you know, the kid, right? Like, he used to wear his hat backwards, always smiling. He'd make these incredible plays in center field. Obviously, he was, you know, one of the best home run hitters the sport has ever seen. I mean, he's arguably one of the best players the sport has ever seen. But... Yeah, Mookie's got some of that. Like, I, I think I don't think he's as good a player as Griffey was in his prime, but like he 
he's cl- he's right up there. Like he's in- he's incredible. There's no doubt. I, I feel like uh, Ken Griffey Jr. when he left Seattle and he went to Cincinnati. I don't know about you, man. But yeah, I well, feel he, like he, that's like when he, he started to get hurt. Yeah, right. like he yeah. kind of fell off the radar for me. I mean, he still had really good. It's so funny because I actually so during the pandemic, um, you know, obviously there was a million <laughs> different like uh, documentary style things that were on TV, right, including. On MLB Network, I saw one about Ken Griffey Jr. And you're right. Like, when people think of Ken Griffey Jr. in Cincinnati, um, you know, they think of the injuries, right? He didn't play. I think there was only one season in Cincinnati where he, um, I want to say, he he played like 140 games. That's like the most he played. But he had seasons, Cappy, in Cincinnati where he hit 35, 30 bombs. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like... he wasn't the 40 and 50 he was hitting in Seattle, but he had pretty good seasons in Cincinnati despite that. But it's not what you remember. I agree because everyone just associates that with injuries. Yeah, I don't um, think I ever remember them winning with him there, you know? No, they, they weren't uh, they weren't like super competitive during his time there. Um, but he but, but it was because he was hurt and they also didn't build a great team around him. There was that too. Um, but he did finish his career in Seattle, which was nice. But with Mookie, I, I just think there, there's probably – that's a great – comparison in the sense of I every time Mookie Betts is playing a game I want to watch and Ken Griffey Jr. is in that category and there's probably a lot of guys in different sports or and ladies in that category but I, I mean Mookie is certainly in that class we can hey, do more of that class yeah, next if you hey like. by the way how about a shout out to Trace Thompson I mean I'm so happy for him I'm so happy for Michael obviously but again you know he gets on base last night with a double and then Gavin Lux drives in a big home run and I'm just, I, I just love this story of Trace Thompson getting a chance to come home and play. And now he's playing. He's, you know, he's had like a Hall of Fame AAA career and he's getting another opportunity at the big leagues in his hometown. I mean, it's, it's pretty exciting for Trace Thompson. You still with me? Yeah, I'm getting breaking news. Oh, you are? Yeah. Is your phone blowing up? Yeah. What's going on? You want me to tell you? Yeah. I'll break and I'll tell you. Are you going to tell us after we come back? Yeah, I mean, it's not breaking news. I probably shouldn't use that phrase. But there's news. Very dramatic. There's news. You want the news? Yeah, I want it. Okay, next. Come on, Cappy, there's your oh, guy. You, you know, hey, he's a 305 boy. I love Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. Is he telling me that he wants milk in his coffee? Yeah. Cappy yeah. con leche. Really? That's what he's singing about? Yo, I need some milk in my Bro, coffee. There, listen, my mom is 82 years old or whatever, 83 years old, still has cafe con leche every morning. See, so do I. Sing it, Pitbull. Oh, Casper Villa with the tweet in the Sedano and Cap community, the Circle of Trust. You can uh, join the community by going to Twitter and then uh, go into the community section and in the search bar type in Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. He has the uh, sc- a screen grab of the Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. I used to, on Super Nintendo, I used to play that in junior high and high school with my buddies every single day, multiple times a day. And I had a buddy named Alex Lugo. Okay. He's one of those guys that when you're friends with, cause you know, there's a lot of Alex's, right? Like you have to give the last name. So like everybody has those buddies. Like, you know, you, you have a buddy that you have to always first and last name It's never just last name or first name. It's first and last name. You have those buddies. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. So keep going. Let me hear what you're saying. Yeah, so Alex Lugo used to always kick my ass. Not kick my ass. He'd always beat me in, like, the most miserable fashion. Like, walk off, bottom of the ninth. He'd have, like, a home run. And I would, like, I would, I just, like, launch the controller in disgust. Because it felt like every time I lost to him, that was the way it lo- I lost. 
Casper Villa, just to give this guy a little bit of love, you know, earlier today, George, he put out a uh, post. He's driving down the road, and he's doing an impression of, of Sedano and, and Cap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, was, yeah, yeah. it wasn't like he picked one of us to do an impression yeah. of. Yeah. He did an impression of the show. Yeah, so pretty good. much what his impression was is you yelling at me about some basketball issue and speaking really, really fast, and then me trying to calm things down, slow it down, let's think a little bit about this You're just this repeating here. yourself, yes. You know, let's just think about this. Let's make sure we're really on the same page here. Casper Villa does both the Sedano and the Cap impression. Yes. Uh, more here on the uh, Circle of Trust. Mar- Marco says, Tony Gonson or Kershaw needs to start, period. Grant in L.A. says, I've been a Dodgers fan my entire life. Do I care if Kershaw starts the All-Star game? Absolutely not. Uh, JR, the one JR 28 Sedano, I've covered incredible baseball players in my career, the evidence, and he has a brain fart. Uh, well, actually I was also trying to get this basketball information. So that's what I was doing. But if you really want to know the list of people I've covered, I don't know, Miguel Cabrera, Gary Sheffield, I've covered world series with basically that Yankees dynasty in it. Like I've, I've been around a lot of good baseball players. So thanks. All right. All right. Well, you, you've given us your resume. Now let's get back to the basketball thing that you've got like some breaking news on. Cause now I'm very, okay. Curious. It's not really. Okay. So. You sent me a story, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was that story? So I found this story um, about how LeBron James is behind the scenes. He's pushing the Lakers front office to get this Kyrie Irving story, you know, trade done. But the report was that one of the beat writers, one of the Laker beat writers, had gone on some podcasts, and what he had Jovan essentially Buha said of the Athletic, who I like, great dude. Okay. And what he said was, and I'm I'm just sort of paraphrasing here is that what they really want is, and what they're really looking at is a trade with Indiana for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. Now, that's what he's saying. He, he, and I'll read this to you. He goes, but with Kyrie, I know he wants to be in L.A. and LeBron wants him in L.A. He's been behind the scenes putting some pressure on. This is LeBron behind the scenes. I don't want to get too into that, he says, but I think the Genie Bus tweet had something to do with some of the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. I think there's a slight divide right now where LeBron wants Kyrie, and some people internally might prefer Miles Turner, Buddy Heald type deal. That is according to uh, this podcast that uh, that the he athletic was on. podcast, right? Yeah. All right. So Jovan Buha's a really good young reporter. There's no question about it. I don't even want to say young because it feels like I'm demeaning him. That's not true. I, I'm actually saying that as a compliment because you know how hard it is to be a, a beat reporter uh, and actually get stuff like he does. Like it's really hard, especially when you're younger, because guys generally tend to trust. You know, people who are been around the business a little longer, but he's that good that he gets stuff. And he, you know, being a young guy, which I feel like can be a disadvantage on a beat. But anyway, um, so I don't know when they take because you you found this in an article, right? Found it in an article today, right? Right. So it was like on an aggregator site. So what a site I, called Sportsnot, N A U T, like an astronaut. Sportsnot. Yeah. Sportsnot. Yeah. Who's getting their information from Sportsnot? Well, I just found the article. It's not like something that I'm like uh, saying that it's no. Gospel. But I'm saying like not you necessarily. Well, I actually am curious to see how you came across it. But like, who's going on to their computer, right? And going on to the and I'm going to do this is purposely done to sound old and and curmudgeonly. Uh, who's going on to the information superhighway? What is and, that? Uh, and going on. By the way, whoever thought that was a good slogan. Um, Who's going on to the internet and going, I need to know what they're saying on sports not today. Well, I mean, for me, I'll just tell you, George, like I, I look at the LA Times website. Yeah. I look at the ESPN website. I'll look yeah. at a New York Post website. There's a website I like called Bro Bible that Lindsay told me. Well, I know me Bro onto. Bible. I know the kid, one of the kids who's like the big, uh, 
uh, I guess, uh, entrepreneur on it. Yeah, so, I mean, Bro Bible is not ESPN.com. No. And Sports Not but is not ESPN.com. Bro Bible does more like the kind of like salacious like sports stories. Well, look, like. bottom line, this is one of the, the websites that you I like, happen to you go like to. You like Sports Not. Yeah. Yeah. You go there. Yeah. Like if way, I went into way, your I, history, if I went into your history right now on yeah. your on on your on your computer, yeah. which I'm, I'm sure you would not know how to do. No, I'm going there right now. Hey, how how many times is sports not on there? Mm, on this computer right here, uh, just two or three. Okay, a lot of ESPN, a wow, lot of Google. You're going to sports not? You because it, it doesn't sound taken, like you've ever I, been there before. I've never heard of it. Like honestly, this is the first time I've ever heard of sports not. Well, yeah, but there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of websites out there. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I, first of all, I think it's a hilarious name. You seem to be offended that I uh, that I've asked you who goes to sports. No, now. I feel like you're like you're saying like this is like a nothing site, so therefore no, it doesn't I, it's have an, any. It's, I mean, I, I, based on what you sent me, it's just an aggregator site, but it's not. That like, might be the case. That might be the case. Yeah. I'm not really so sure. I mean, I, whatever it is, I just think it's a funny name. Like, and who like goes wakes up in the morning going, you know what? Got to get the sports knot. I don't know, man, but there are so many, literally thousands of websites. Like, I've been seeing a new one because, you know, I've been Wait following... a second. Why? Why? Wait a second. What? Does sports not have a deal with Cited? They might. I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> this is always about you. No wonder you sounded like oh, you were Kevin. taking offense to it. Now, I didn't even look at the site, but it just dawned on me. You have a deal with them with Cited. That's why you sounded a little crabby. Not crabby, crabby. Cappy, it just, when it I just so it happens up. that it just so happens that you're right, and that's how I found these guys. I would never have known them like you're saying, but now that I do, I use their site and I found this story. And yeah. the, and the story yeah, there today you go. is this. Give it to me one more time. Well, I don't know what the big deal is here? Huh? What's the big story? <laughs> big story here. Yeah. You you are all about you. I love it. What is it? Listen, there, the story is about LeBron. Yes, no, and right, we can get back to that. We can get back the, to that. So the story. So, so, but look, it's funny. Sportsnot is a funny name. Yeah, listen, like astronaut. I would never have come up with Sportsnot. I don't even think it's a great name for a site. But that's neither here nor there. The question was this: Are the Lakers? Are they really not interested in Kyrie, and they're more interested in this Indiana deal? Because yesterday. Mark Spears was on with us, and when he brought up Indiana, he said, I think there's a better chance that the Lakers do the deal with Indiana than do the deal with Brooklyn, and he actually at one point was like, well, they want, the, he named the first guy, which was Miles Turner, and he said, okay. and then they want the other can, guy can to I, shoot can him. I just, can I just tell you yeah, my, my, my thing on it? Yeah, go ahead. So, again, I started telling you before I thought about sports not, and then you got all offended about it. I'm not um, offended, not in the yeah. slightest bit. No, yeah, not know. my website. Okay, I mean you do business. I mean, you know, we're at the beginning negocios. stages. Negocios, son negocios. We're at the beginning stages of a long-term relationship. <laughs> so they're not like the Rachel of your internet loves. No, 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 not yet, no, not yet. No. We're in the early they might stages. Be. They might be. Could they be. Might be. Depends One on day. how much traffic they have. I'll you have and the knot. You and the knot can tie the knot. Yeah, but it's it's a knot, not a knot. No, no. You and the knot can tie the knot. <laughs> Me and the knot. Can tie the knot. Correct. Not. Um, okay. So I got to say this quick because I don't want people to be like, you're just teasing it to the other side because you've wasted all this time talking about the sportsknot.com. All right. So I'm going to do the thing that I rarely don't do, which is tell you the story. I don't know when this podcast was taped that they aggregated. But what I would say to you is this. This is just 
what I've heard. The Lakers at one point were interested in that Indiana deal. Um, I don't know how LeBron felt about it, so I, I don't have an answer about that uh, in comparison to other stuff. So I don't have that part. I do know the Lakers and Indiana had engaged in a conversation about that, but Indiana was not interested in the Lakers package, to my knowledge. And that was a while ago. It wasn't like, you know, yesterday, but it was like, you know, a little bit ago. I know, but Mark Spears brought this up to us last night. Right, because he also knew that that was something probably that they were sniffing around on. But I'm I just telling wonder, you, I wonder if we're sniffing in the wrong direction is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is it possible that the, the tweet that Jeannie sent out the other night was about LeBron and was about. Well, but I told you that it was that it was three layers and he was one of the layers. Yeah, this uh, this young reporter that you're talking about. Johan. Yeah, Jovan, he, excuse me. I mean, the way he says it, you know, is that, hey. OK, um, well, I, I'm just telling you that the the Indiana part of that is not is no longer. It was in play at one point in the sense that there was the Lakers had interest, um, but the Indiana part there's no in, there's not interest in what the Lakers had. To yeah, offer I was surprised that, that Mark Spears brought that up last night. He did because again, it was it, people in the league are here hear this you know similar things is what I would say. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Mark Spears ever has his work on SportsNot.com. You know what? Why don't you check it out? Go look I at will. their history. I'm going to look. Yeah, I'm put it look in it their up. search. See if I'm Mark gonna, Spears I'm comes up. See. I'm going to take a look yeah. here. All right. Uh, coming up next. Something. <laughs> really? Coming up next, there will be more stuff. Yeah. You should have, we should have just gone to break when you laughed. That's probably why we should have gone. Let's do it again. Ready? Yeah, try it. Coming up next. Something? <laughs> oh, my God. The community. I'll get to the song in a second. Mm. Ooh, come on now. This is like a good Friday jam. You're probably stuck in traffic, so you need something to make you feel good about the weekend. Right? Thinking about that special someone. Come on now. Speaking of that special someone, George, have you seen the account in the community? It's at R yeah, Tracker. R- 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 Rachel Scott tracker right the yeah. uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, rachel scott tracker yeah and uh when you click on this uh bio it says i know where you are scott yeah <laughs> and it's a picture of you and it's header and in the in the in the avatar it's like a map although it's a map of like new york city um it's a map and then like a phone and then you with your point on like a little pin that's pretty funny this this community we have built on on twitter is very funny it is hilarious now let me tell you something about tracking people for a second here let's go off course for a second so two nights ago Mm -hmm. i'm uh i decided george to do something i have not done in a very very long time probably about two plus years i played nine holes of golf sunset golf george Mm -hmm. 715 we got off the air at 658.50 and I was on the golf course at 7.15, and by 8.30, I had played nine holes. So after the, uh, the golf, I went to dinner with this, this buddy of mine, Dr. Z. And uh, then Rachel said, are you going to come over? And I said, yeah, I'll be there in you know, a little bit. So I, I'm driving, and I'm on a call with a friend of mine who's dealing with some personal issues. you know. And I thought that the, the call would be over by the time I got to Rachel's. Well, it wasn't. So now I'm about 100 yards away from her house. And I pull over to the side of the road, and I'm parked, lights on, car running, in front of one of her neighbor's houses. And she texts me, and she says, where are you? And I said, 
I'm literally like right out in front of your house. I'm coming. And for some reason, I didn't pull into her driveway and finish the call. I thought I'd pull over and finish it before I pulled in. Because if I'm sitting in her driveway, I thought she might think that was kind of weird. Yeah. Well, dude, she she was tracking me. She knew I was literally 100 yards away. She yeah. looked out of her front window like, is that you across the street <laughs> with your lights on in the car? And then when I finally came in the house and I told her, I go, yeah, but she said, well, what are you doing? And I said, I was on the phone with a friend of mine, you know, having some personal issues, and I was trying to help him out a little bit. And she's like, well, that's just weird that you pulled over 100 yards down the street. I'm like, well, I didn't want to be in your driveway and then have you think that it was weird that I was on the phone in your driveway. And I didn't want to take the call when I came into your house. So now the tracking kind of comes back to bite me a little bit. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because she was able to look out of her window and know that I was just right there but on the phone. Turned into a whole fiasco, i got to be honest with you. A little much, really. Laura, say what you just said. Weirdo. Which part? All of it. Just the tr- all of it. You mean like being tracked is Dude, weird? Dude, we already went through this. The tracking thing is a no-no. If you trust your partner, you don't got to be doing all that. We ain't okay. 10 years but what old. About the, what about the parking 100 yards away from also the house to weird. finish the call? Why? Why? I mean, I've parked in people's, like, when I go visit them. and I'm Why didn't you just call. park in her driveway? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was the weird thing to do. No, no, just park in her driveway, and if she comes out, you just, like, point to the phone. I'm on yeah. the phone real quick. That's it. Like, how she is thought... that not... Hold on. How is that not the normal thing to do? Mm-hmm. I actually... If you're down the street, that seems shady. Mm-hmm. Well, well... you're and, hiding and, something. And, and you know what? That's... I definitely felt like that was kind of the accusation. Like, what are, what are you doing? And I said, I go, you track me. I track you. You can, you know where I'm at. Uh, like, wait, you want... I go, here, you want to see my phone? Like, this is who I was talking oh, to for the wow. last 25 how, like, minutes. How recent was this? This is a couple nights ago. Uh-oh. Trouble in paradise. Mm. You, you think? I don't know. Back to yours. It was for Greg a few days ago, and now it's back to you. Hmm. I don't know. I felt like pulling over a few, you know, 100 yards away was the, the better thing to do than No, the that's driveway. the weirder thing to Hell do. That no. feels like you're hiding something. Well, Absolutely. you know, I, I literally was driving through a neighborhood, and I, like, I was like, maybe I'll just pull over into the school and sit, and sit in the parking lot and finish this what? conversation. That's even weirder. That's well, even weirder, because then she would have been like, why are you at the school? Right. But you see, the thing is, I didn't do that. But this and, is also part of the problem, to Laura's point, that she tracks you. Well, that, you know, when you <laughs> don't she think didn't track about it, you, then doing that may seem like the more appropriate. Right, you. but, but you knowing see, that she's got a tracker on right, your but I phone. forget about it, George. I forget that I'm. Of being course tracked. you do, because you're you. Right, you I forget, forget about things. Right, you I'm literally like, forgot something you said ten seconds earlier the other day. What did I say? Exactly. Right. So yeah, I got. I kind of the tracker kind of busted me the other day. But why did you put it back when you were when we told you to take? Right, it off, we told you, you to take it, it off. off. You took it. You put it back on after that. That would yeah, have been the asked. perfect excuse to be like, oh, I forgot. No, she asked him to do it. I remember. Oh no! But it was remember it was forty five minutes from mm-hmm, the time mm-hmm. I turned the tracker off until the time she got to me and said, "Hey, why why is your tracker off?" Forty five minutes. Damn, Damn son. Forty five. Yeah. Well, now we know why there's a uh, a Twitter account after her. We yeah, have the so many The community's gone crazy here. I think community's great though. You should be part of the community. You're missing out. Like people, if you're not in it, like mm-hmm. you are missing out. Well, there's a lot of people that still Can't to this day haven't been able to figure it out. But and Laura gave day, them the hack. The right, but day. every day we get somebody new who goes, finally, I finally figured yeah, out they do. how That's to get true. into the community. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Because let me just say this. Yeah. There's a lot going on here on the show and on the airwaves, but it's kind of like having a live chat throughout the entire show. Correct. And it all happens in the community. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it happens in the mentions, too. Don't get me wrong. I look at my mentions on Twitter, too. 
But a lot of the stuff is happening faster in the community. Well, I like this account. I'm not sure if I'm going to follow it yet. Rachel Scott Tracker. There's no followers, George. Do I want to be the first follower or do I not want to follow this account? What should I do? You should be the first one. Yeah. You think I should? Yeah. Okay. Boom. There it is. All right. I am now the first follower for Rachel Scott's tracker. Right. And it's at R Tracker SK. R Tracker SK. Yeah. I'm the first follower. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I I saw you. Why'd you go back at Big E on Twitter? What do you mean? When he said, uh, always a tie and decided, and he had the crab with the money. Well, I really, uh, listen, I know that website. Yes, it's true, because I know who, I know who they are through Sided. <laughs> but because I know who they are, I've come to start using their website, and I kind of right. like it. And when but I found the, the article about right. LeBron, Kyrie, versus right. the Indiana trade, and I thought about what Mark Spears said yesterday, I yeah. thought, this is an interesting article. We should take a look at this. Right. Yeah, I, I also think it's funny that Laura's playing that and the guy used the crab in his uh, his his gift. From, Why no uh, pinch? His gif. Yeah. Um, no, but Rachel's you but you you besmirched me. me to Big E. How did I besmirch you? You said there's no tie-in from me. I saw the story. At Sedano doesn't know the site. Therefore, it can't be credible. I yes. never said it couldn't be credible. Well, you knocked I just it from said day it was a one. Name. You knocked it from the first second. Right, but I didn't say it couldn't be credible. It's an aggregator site, so how credible is it? Of course it would be credible. It's getting other people's real information and just reposting it and repurposing it. Yeah, it's good. It makes things easy for me. You know why? Because stuff is aggregated. It's a very new popular word. I mean, aggregation has gone crazy. The word aggregate no, has, I mean, has gone crazy. A, you, it's not like it's new. No, 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 but everybody in media is now using it like, don't aggregate me, don't aggregate me. I'm like, what do you mean don't aggregate you? What does that mean exactly? Yeah. Like, when you say don't aggregate me because you're telling us a story about something, what does that mean, don't aggregate you? Don't aggregate me. Don't put me on sports knot, basically. <laughs> <laughs> you may show up there. They may do a full investigation into you, pal. <laughs> don't put me on sports knot. I'm not reporting anything. They are. They, you are reporting stuff. I'm, all I'm telling you is that whatever Yo, Yovan put out there. Yeah. Uh, on the podcast. I don't know how old the podcast is. Mm-hmm. That that information... what. Is accurate, but it's no longer accurate. Is what I would the way I would describe it. That Indiana was not interested in the Lakers package. Mm-hmm. That's Lakers. that's to my not maybe Jovan's right. Maybe I'm the one that's wrong. But I I'm to my knowledge, Indiana was not interested in what the Lakers had to offer. Listen, the only Yeovan reason the only reason Jordan. I even sent this to you is because I thought that Mark Spears yesterday he brought it up, making this point. Right, but doesn't it make sense that people around the league? I mean, we always kind of joke, in the league, in the league, in the league. People around the league know the same stuff. Well, um, I'll tell you it's one why when It's why when people say, oh, you're so negative. Maybe I'm not, I'm not negative. What, the problem is I, I, I know stuff. So I know what's happening. And I don't even tell people 90. I mean, you know this, Cap, because I tell you pretty much everything. Like, how, what percentage of stuff do I actually say on the air, do you think? I'd say you're at about, um, I mean, this is just a rough estimation here, so don't quote me exactly on this, but I'd say you're at about 22.75%. I mean, whatever. That's fine. That's about right, yes. Yeah, you There's so? e- Easily about a quarter of the stuff that I actually yeah. know I say yeah. on the air. Yeah, a quarter. So there I was, 22.75. No, you were close. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, people hear stuff. So I'm not surprised Spears heard that. Because I, I had heard that, and, Yo, and Jovan reported it, I mean, you know, and put it in his podcast. But what I'm telling you is, to my knowledge, 
to Mina. And again, he could be right. I could be wrong here. Come like on, I'm no. not reporting anything. Come I don't on. want sports not putting me on there. Um, so I, I'm just telling you that, to my knowledge, Indiana was not interested in that package that the Lakers had to offer okay, for Heald well. and, and Miles Turner. Yesterday, I thought it was real interesting that Spears brought it up. Like, I, I still know. like the yeah. other trade. I'm like, what other trade? He's like, the one with Indiana. And you're like, okay, for, for, for Miles. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but the other guy, the other shooter. And we're like, wait, who? What are you talking about? He's like, come on, guys. He's like, come on, guys. Really? You don't know who Well, I'm I also about? forgot for a second Buddy Heald was, uh, yeah. was in Indiana. Yeah. Right. I mean, he went from invisible in Sacramento to more invisible in Indiana. No, he did win. Uh, he had a, a big win in, Indiana, in Sacramento before he got traded. He had a big win. I mean, he hit like a game winner. I remember he like ran out of the the arena, like ran straight into the lock into the locker room. Yeah, Pretty that's what I'm funny. saying. He he was in, he was invisible there. He became more invisible in Indiana, yeah. to the point where you forgot he was even there. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Come so on. anywho, uh, hey, coming up next, you know it's the anniversary of something, right? Tell me. I'll tell you next.